Ah, uh, ah, uh, this is the song that never ends. <laughs> except for when we have to start. Some people have started singing it, not knowing what it was. And now we have an intro song and it never ends just because it is the song that never ends. And I keep changing the tempo. <laughs> and with that, we're going to go ahead and get started for Pontification Station. Masterpiece. Uh, I'm I, so sorry for everybody yeah. who actually listened so to these from the start. For those of you who <laughs> listened to these from the start, for those of you watching us on video, it is a podcast called Pontification Station. Pontification you can find Station. it on pretty much... Any kind of any streaming. Major, any it's on the platform. Spotify. It's on the Apple. It's on the Google. But have we made it to SoundCloud? I don't know if we're on SoundCloud. Not we are definitely ideas. on the Spotify uh, and all the others. No, I think we have to upload it onto the SoundCloud. We have not done that, sir. Gross. So we need to do that. All right. So you can find us everywhere else. Usually we do this on Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. Eastern Standard Time. Eastern Standard Time. But today, we are doing a special edition. That's right. Special edition of Game Awards. Uh, and we're just... We're, and by the way, for those of you who did hear that intro, we're still waiting for somebody to send us an intro song. You send us a good intro song... And you won't have to hear me butcher any other songs. Exactly. That's what we're talking about. As Until then, tell. we're just going to make them up. As you can tell, we're not capable of doing it ourselves. Uh, yeah, well, right. I mean, <laughs> we probably could, but that require See, more work. The thing is, which we're not willing to put if in. If you guys don't want to put the work into writing us an intro song, you could pay the two hundred dollars for a yearly subscription to Pro Tools, and then we could write it ourselves. That is true. Facts. So he speaks the truth. It, it all goes like, to benefit like, the children. It's like like Moulin Rouge. It's the the sitar player that cannot lie, isn't it? Something like that. <laughs> <laughs> speaking of which, speaking of which, before we get into this, my before favorite... we digress any further, is that what you're saying? Yes. Okay, my... go ahead. Moulin Rouge is like in a three-way tie, no, two-way tie for my favorite movie of all time, mm. and I have to say that my favorite part in that movie is where they're reading the script, and the the Duke is getting like. He doesn't like the way the play's being um, right. told, <laughs> and he like gets really mad at one point. And the writer is just—he's so fed up, and he just yells, "It's because she doesn't love you." And I think I think just the silence that follows that very moment is my favorite part in the whole movie. Yeah, silence. <laughs> silence can be used really well, and sometimes it can be used extremely poorly. Like that. That was, a, that was a bad example of silence. That's called dead space, uh, and that's See, not it good. Can, it, can, it can be used like to but they build used anticipation. It the right way. Exactly. Yeah, and yeah. speaking of anticipation, that's the perfect segue to talk about the game awards. Wow, that was you are a natural. Segway king. That was Segway that was king. amazing. Thank yeah, yeah. you. And and our first bit, I think I think we should start with the most anticipated. No, bit. no, no. I'm gonna start. You. Ha- I should have worn my soul suit. I, I I am going to do the whole sound of music and start at the very beginning. A very good place to start. Okay. Huh? Sting. Oh. The opening with Sting 
Was that the opening? Singing? Yes, that was the very first thing that happened. Oh, because that, that was after the pre-show. Yeah, because mm. yeah, yeah. Yeah, they did pre-show, and then all of a sudden Sting comes out and does his thing. I love Sting. Oh, it, it, he's good so good. He's so good. I was talented, man. Uh, yeah, that, the police, that was really cool. The Police is a band that gets, like... Lost. Whenever, whenever people talk about it, they're like, oh, yeah, I like The Police. But mm-hmm. it's such... It gets swept under the rug so often. They yeah. are good. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, Sting and Shaggy put an album together. They did. Uh, that was actually very good as well. No one can understand either one of them. Perfect. <laughs> 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 well, I actually like the album because neither one of them is trying to do the other thing. Right. Sting's actually singing and Shaggy's just rapping. Shaggy's not trying to sing at any moment. They know, they know so their So it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're doing a good job. Um, so anyway, so with that, we, we jump back to where we're supposed to be, which is having this conversation about the Game Awards. And we started with Sting and the opener. Okay. Great song. You haven't finished it, have you? You haven't finished Arcane. I have not finished Arcane. Oh, that's such a but good we can't, show. We can, but we can't give spoilers right now because be a lot of people are still watching it, though. I don't yeah. legal but, but you do need to watch it if you, watch if you it. haven't seen yeah, it yet. I think I'm on episode four. Um, which is the part where they all die. Yeah. Um, no, it's not. See, as someone who's not a League of Legends fan myself, like, it's it's really good. Yeah, oh, I'm sure. I am not a League of Legends person I've at all. I'm things. sorry if I hurt anybody's feelings. It's just not my jam. However, Arcane, excellent. Yeah. Excellent, excellent. I would venture to say... Venture. Okay. You were going to venture to say, so I was giving um, you permission so to venture. I, I'd venture to say that it is one of the best, mm-hmm. like, pieces of video game media, like, adapted to other, like, forms. That's good. I, I, I would it's say. Good. What, what else is there? Halo Legends. Halo Legends. Uh, what was that? I guess it was the I think a seven piece, eight piece. Uh, like. Oh yeah, movie. that it was like eight different like short stories, each with a different animation style. I forgot about that. Yeah. But like, still, um, I would I would venture to say. <laughs> <Take that. laughs> I, I would I would say it's one of the one of the best. One of the gooder ones. And again, that that just means that it's like up there, top five. No, and it's it, I would like to see more. Sorry, that looked like the thing that we saw at um, freaking Utah. Um, Squirrel. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> My ADHD has been peaking lately. But anyway. It might be the monster. Usually yeah, on actually, Tuesdays. Yeah, actually, This is number uh, two. <laughs> Steven is at his place talking to us through discord and about my element he, he, doesn't, he doesn't see all the all the things that are that are we, calling his attention at this moment in, his, in time in his defense we do have a lot of things we do have a lot of odd little things just sitting around my point being though it's great to see no matter what games branch into different mediums such as oh yeah mini series even movies books because we've we've seen it yeah. the other way where uh books movies have been turned into video games but not but not really vice versa well i mean vice versa a lot whether it be books or movies just, yeah it's yeah. just typically there's not good because of mm. ue ball yeah or ube ball however you want to pronounce it yeah all the if you ever the, all pretty much every live action <laughs> video game movie is made by that guy right and they're all disasters speaking of which one of the worst things I've ever seen, Monster Hunter the movie. 
I haven't seen it for obvious reasons. And <laughs> I, I was like, ooh, this is going to be terrible, but at least it's going to be fun. And it was... It, uh, Neither. He's like, a movie can be bad as long as it's fun. You know, like, that's my thing. That's like, me. Yeah. Listen, if, if I started... As long as it's fun, I don't care if it's bad, like, bad writing, bad direction, whatever. If it's I a fun movie. I am the right. most forgiving person when it comes to watching movies. I watch some really bad movies. But I just watch them to be entertained. Right. I, I think uh, way back in the days there was a critic in Tampa that I really, really liked because the way he would uh, rate the movies was with watches. Hmm. And the more watches a movie had, the worse it was. Because the whole point was, how many times did he look at his watch while he was watching the movie? <laughs> yeah. So it was like, if he had three watches, it was like, uh, he looked at his watch like three times during the movie. This yeah. is not entertaining, you right, know? Right, right. Um, so I, that would be me. As long as I'm being entertained, I am very forgiving. Uh, but yeah, there are certain things but that it's, are just it's, bad. It's just another Like movie. Cowboy Bebop? I'd, horrendous. I don't want to talk it's about it. It's so bad. I and I really like Cowboy Bebop, but the Cowboy no, Bebop no. live... It's my favorite anime, <sighs> and I watched a couple of clips, and I'm like, this is you not watched, I watched I the watched first it. five minutes. I haven't watched it, but I, I've, I've seen... So, it's so weird, because Seinfeld is probably my favorite sitcom ever. Mm -hmm. Next to Always Sunny. Cowboy Bebop is my favorite anime of all time. They're basically the same... They, they just put the two together. It's right. Cowboy Seinfeld. You think that'd be the best thing ever? No, it's not actually at all. So, they yeah. they did not do a good job of the live action, and I was disappointed because after watching Kenshin, mm. the Kenshin Himura uh, live, live action. actions those that are, they did are, at Netflix, that's as best as it gets. Were for live action, excellent. They were so good. Absolutely. That after that, I was like, "Well, there's hope." And then they did Cowboy Bebop, and I was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> now, the, the problem the problem with Cowboy Bebop is that they changed the characters, but not changed the situations. They didn't. They, it should have been the opposite. Change the circumstances, and then keep the characters. Yeah. But the fact that you can like my favorite example is the scene between Spike and Jet. The conversation that they're having about the days. It's like as if they swapped characters. Mm -hmm. Spike is acting like Jet, and Jet's acting like Spike. Jet is an incredibly intelligent character, and he's acting like an idiot. Yeah, that makes no sense. Of all people who would know what the day is, it would be Jet. And and yeah. for those of you who have not seen Cowboy Bebop and you're somewhat interested, um, I would say stop what you're doing and watch it. Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like oh, it's so much. It's like Firefly, oh. James Bond. Uh, you know, the fact that it doesn't with Hanna Barbera song. music. I don't know. Hanna Barbera music. Have you not heard it? it so, imagine, so, imagine if, if you imagine the Wacky Racers. Uh, listen to the Wacky Racers soundtrack. It's got a lot of that, like James Bond <laughs> Wacky <laughs> Racers. Yeah, sound. Yeah. It's, it's a lot of jazz. Yeah, it's a lot of jazz. Oh, I mean bebop. Yeah, yeah. it's bebop jazz. Yeah. I love bebop. Well, the reason why Cowboy Bebop just works so well is that it's it's so bite-sized. Like, you can watch it in, like, a weekend. Right. Yeah. And get the entire content, and it's, it's bite-sized, it's condensed. It, and it, if what? you forget, and you come back to it later, you don't have to worry about, like, and the reason, oh, because, where did I leave off, Because you know? they don't focus on the story, they just focus on the themes. Yeah. They focus yeah. on the message. Yeah. The fact so, that it's Bounty of the Week with a little bit of story hit beer correct. in there. Yeah. How was that? That's what I thought. <laughs> there we go. So to, Beautiful. To, to break it down, it is a space western with a lot of like Eastern samurai movie elements, if I'm not mistaken. No, oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. 
So that's 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 basically like your gen gist of it. Which is really good considering because we've gone 11 minutes and now we're finally going to get to point two. <laughs> no. This is Even why horrible. this is called pontification station. Sometimes yeah. we pontificate and other times we just punt. One last thing before uh, we get to, just to wrap it back to the original the Sting opening. Um, so good. <laughs> Arcane has to be one of the best, um, like, it has to have one of the best show soundtracks. Oh, yeah that i've seen period like it's the the music throughout it is amazing should we go back to cowboy bebop or well i'm i'm they're they're both good <laughs> i'm not just done to say it full circle see this is why i say one of the best <laughs> so, let's, so let's jump right into this speaking of audio best at? audio design oh yeah let me grab my phone forza yeah. horizon so I haven't played enough Forza Horizon 5 to know if it had great audio design. And by audio design, I'm assuming, or rather I'm hoping they're talking about everything sound-wise. Yeah, so here's the really interesting thing I find about Forza. Um, I don't know how much of this they're doing nowadays. I would think they're still doing some of this. Uh, but back in the Absolutely. days, they would actually record the the actual different engines they, and the different sounds from the different cars i'm pretty sure they uh, had um uh to to go off that point i'm pretty sure they had a video um like maybe two e3s ago or something when forza 4 was coming out um they had a video of them actually recording like um i yeah. think it was the new ford gt at the time so my dad is is He's, because uh, they announced that too at um with forza yeah my dad's a big car head i mean he loves cars and it was really interesting because when forza 4 speaking of forza 4 when it came out not the horizon but just forza 4 when it came out he came over to to our house and i put the game on had him close his eyes and i would drive a car around a track and he would tell me what car it was hmm. And, and literally, he could tell whether it was, you know, a Ford Mustang, a Ferrari. And sometimes to the point where my dad could actually tell me what year the car was. Like, oh, that's a, that's a, you know, that's one of the older Ferraris. That's probably in the 60s. I'm like, what in the world? How See, do you I, do this? I'm more but, impressed with your dad than the game. I know. I am, <laughs> too. I am, too. The fact that he could do that is, is ridiculous. But it, it, it speaks to the, the, the sound design that the Forza Motorsports series has uh, really held to. Yeah, and they, the I mean, they did, they did an amazing job with that. So I have no issues with that. Um, I thought it was weird because I'm just going to jump to another award. Uh only because they also won it, but best sports racing game. Again, haven't played enough, so I can't say. I, well, so here's my my strange take on this. Let me go and see what the runner-ups were. I, there, there's where my 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 issue is. I think it's so weird that for best sports slash racing game, they beat FIFA. The fact that they beat FIFA for sports slash racing is crazy to me. I don't know, because it wasn't FIFA under some hot fire because of uh, some scummy EA reasons? I, I'm sure that people above, you know, has something to do with it, but as a game. Hmm. As the game stands on its own. 
It's, really it, it's weird for me to, to see. And listen, I'm a Forza fan. So it's, it's right. weird for Forza to beat FIFA. And it's also kind of. I, as a hardcore Forza fan, I also have a hard time seeing Forza Horizon as a racing game. It's an arcade game for me. Forza Horizon has racing in it. Right. But to me, it's not more any more of a racing game than cruising usa <laughs> no no I, I would i would venture to say more like um like crackdown like crackdown had races in it where you could get in your vehicle and race with it it didn't make it a race game you know what i'm saying I, I, my, I dumb, now, which... my dumb goblin brain i okay. thought you said racist like yeah it technically does have no 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 like <laughs> like racing game like so so in forza horizon to me it's more about getting in your vehicle and driving around all over you know in this case i think it's all over new mexico uh, yeah, yeah. where you're driving yeah. everywhere new mexico mexico one yeah yeah so so it's all about the driving around from one place to another you go find uh barn cars you go do this you're on all these different missions uh, which is a cool game, right. but it's not a no, racing it, again, game to me. it's more of an arcade. Yeah. Like, like, say, Ridge Racer. You know, that's more of an arcade feel versus something like Gran Turismo or again, Forza Motorsports. Forza Motorsports. Which, which are the driving simulators. Correct. Well, heavy quotations. But, but even then, like, even if it was pole position, you know, that's all racing. Right. Forza Horizon is so much more than racing. Uh, racing is just probably about... I'd argue it's about less than forty percent of the game. Forza Horizon less less than forty percent of the You're game only is in your you car, do, actual racing. You do you do everything through the lens of racing. Yes, you're you're you're. A I would hot rod I would argue person. that it's seventy to thirty racing because I, all I'll of your progression. That. Is through racing all of the so, like aside so from the in some sort of from the stunts sort of because and aside there's, from the, so there's like, racing pictures. so there's racing there's like you said stunt stuff which it's not racing but I but it's cool I mean you know what I'm saying like Hot Wheels game is cool but it's not a racing game uh, how dare you <laughs> <laughs> so the stunt stuff is not racing. The delivering a car is not racing. Because you, you pick up a car, you have to deliver it to the other side of the island. Now, I understand you have to get it there within a certain amount of time. But you're racing the clock, though. So, I guess you're racing, racing, the, yeah, the, racing clock. the clock. 100% you're racing the clock. Ah, it's so weird. Just because you're not racing against a computer yeah. in the car or another person in the car doesn't I, necessarily mean it's not racing. It's just weird. And so, then you're you saying drag racing's then, all on. Then you go driving around, you know, the mountains to look for a barn. To see if you can find a car. See, but that's the that's the thirty percent exploration. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. I'll give you. I'll give you. You gotta have something to break something. All right, sixty forty. No, 70, no, 30, 70, 30. 30. 70, 30. <laughs> uh, that, that is the hill I will die on. <laughs> I will still, perish right it's here. It's still just weird, you know. That, and like, like I said, I like the game. I just like it's not. Not as a matter of fact, most of my guy, my friends who. Who do racing? They they don't consider that really a racing game, but you can race in it. But nonetheless, I still think it's weird that it beat FIFA. One thing that's actually sticking my head, and you saying that that's the hill I will die on. What is your video game hill that you will die on? My video game hill that I will die on. Um, 
they need to make more uh, Mirror's Edge. Two was such an affront to the to the first game and what it stood for. So the first game was basically it gave you so much freedom in how you could move, and the second game, what they did is they made everything easier and they made it to where you were like when you wanted to do um, big jumps or anything you were locked like you would initiate the jump and then you were locked into that in the original when you went to do a big jump you could hit the jump at different angles you can go wherever you wanted but in the second game it forces you to play the way they want you to play absolutely yeah and I, I, I thought that it was I didn't even finish the game. I thought it was the grossest thing ever. After the, playing the first one and loving it as much as I did, I they need to make more parkour games, honestly. The hill that I would like to die on like for video die. games <laughs> but doesn't exist, if anybody out there can do this, VR, somebody, somebody needs to make a VR game with... Quantum Leap. If do you remember Quantum Leap at all? The yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. All right. For those of you who don't remember Quantum that, Leap, that would be something tough. Would yeah, be. yeah. For those of you who don't remember Quantum Leap, the cool thing about Quantum Leap was this character was jumping dream. from one body to another, but in different times. And then once he leaped into somebody, one he had to figure out who he was. He didn't know whether he was, you know. A guy, a girl. He didn't know no, whether he was. Figure out who yeah, he, he didn't know whether he was yeah. a boxer or or a milkman. Like he didn't know anything. So at first or he has to figure out who he is, mm -hmm. and then after that, he had to figure out why he was there, which usually was to fix something right. that had gone wrong. Right. That would make such a great VR game yeah, where you just drop in. They they could use history upon history upon history i mean i would like that like from a you guys remember sierra interactive like king's quest space quest like the classic yeah. point and click adventure game mm -hmm. yeah. that vr quantum yes yeah. so. well, well with that like for example one of the episodes he drops in as a bodyguard for jfk mm -hmm. and he's there thinking oh i'm i'm here I'm supposed to save JFK. Turns out he's Oswald. <laughs> no, it turns out he was the bodyguard who saved JFK's wife. Mm. So had he not been there, she would have been hit by the second shot. Right. But because he was there, he saved her life. And, and I mean, you could use history. You could use so. There's just tons of DLC that you could use for this, and get history involved i mean forget assassin's creed this this could go like <laughs> i just love how much this could go <laughs> anywhere you know it could go forward could go backwards i mean yeah there's just tons of dlc yeah. for this I think, i'd pay for it i think one of my favorite episodes well not my favorite as in like i liked the episode i think one of the most memorable episodes for me was when he was the monkey he no no a chimpanzee <laughs> he was a chimp one right. one time yeah. He, he became a chimpanzee. Oh, that, I think it was the chimp that went to space and first. The whole episode was him just running around in a diaper. And it was <laughs> so funny to me. The dream. It was so funny. Yeah. So so that would be the one I would like. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, so let's continue here. Uh, other points here. 
Uh, best ongoing game. And I'm very happy with who won. All right, who won? Final Fantasy XIV. All right, how do you Ooh, feel about that? that? It makes sense. They are consistently, consistently, and they also won another award, which we will get. I guess we can segue to that award. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. Go ahead as well. Oh, go ahead. I was gonna say I'm not huge on MMO. Like I, I really love the it's idea the only one of I've MMOs. It's the only one, but I've it is the only MMO that I have ever played and enjoyed and been like. Yeah, I, 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 I could sit doing this for hours. Like, there, there's only really one bad... I mean, of course, everyone's going to say, uh, actually, some of the in-game content... How was that? How was that? But actually, some of the in-game content... <laughs> Making fun of the internet. I like that, I like that. Thank you. Um, yeah, that's my mocking voice. <laughs> it's a 4chan voice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. That's my 4chan voice. That's my common Redditor voice. But um, I'd re- love a video of just you reading green text like that. I, like, would, I mean, we can make that a thing. <laughs> but, um, crap, where was I going with that? Stop. No, my ADHD. <laughs> no! All right, really good. The only, sorry, the only problem with the game really is just that initial start. But, like, after that, it yeah. is it the story... The gameplay, the dungeons, and most of all, the community all right. is some of the best that you'll ever experience on any platform. So, so but the award was ongoing. As, yes, as in a, a, a platform game. A game, not by yeah. platform as in a genre, platform as in here's a game that was created 10 years ago and we're still adding to it. Your mm-hmm. World of Warcraft. Like, MMO is a common right. example of now, that. Or Destiny 2 now is a platform game. I am not a fan but I'm surprised it beat Fortnite for a second there. No, and that's why I'm also... Because Fortnite was... See, the thing Fort, is... I mean, listen, I am not a Fortnite fan, but Fortnite, those people know how to advertise. Those people know how to get people back in the game. But, but Fortnite will never beat the absolute, all-encompassing... Uh, what's the word? They... Fortnite has all of the kids. Fortnite is <laughs> to um, to put this in layman's terms. Fortnite is temporary. Final Fantasy, as a whole, it's not is, going anywhere. It's not going no. anywhere. Uh, for the way I look at it, is for, playing Fortnite at this point is a meme. Absolutely, it, it's more of a meme. Like you Absolutely. playing Fortnite, you're playing it almost ironically. And people that are playing professionally, this because they're paid to do it now at this point. Yeah. Not because it's an actual desire. In my opinion, you can find me on that. That's fine. But yeah, it beats Fortnite. It beat Apex Legends. I'm sorry. It beat Genshin Impact, which also threw me off because I know that game's also probably... It's one of the best gacha games at the moment. And uh, Call of Duty Warzone. Not surprising, they've been kind of teetering off because Activision's been focusing on Vanguard. But... Oh, good. The problem with uh, Genshin Impact is uh monotony actually oh yeah it's a, which it's is a really game. funny that, that's when <laughs> when you put it up next to final fantasy because final fantasy is all about grinding you grind to but, your top level but there's so much more um variety and fulfillment well and exactly so that's why final fantasy 14 also just stands out from the, its own competition yeah. it's like world of warcraft and now new world so like just really any major nmo is that and it's ironic coming from Square Enix because they're also technically a scummy mm-hmm. company up there with EA and Activision with how they handle things. But that team, Yoshi P and his boys, they want you to have fun. They're not doing a War to Warcraft thing where they want you to have, do this monotonous thing to keep you in it. No, they want you to do this monotonous thing to ha- so you have fun because at the end of the day, the, the, the payoff is fun. And sometimes the monotonous stuff is fun too. And, and, it's, yeah. it's, and that's really also really thanks to the community that keeps it fun. And with the word community, I'm going to transition. Yes. 
because one of my favorite communities of all time for those of you who don't know let me say this slowly one of, no uh one of my favorite communities of all time is the guilty gear community and guilty gear wins best fighting game i was so happy about that listen i Again, they prove quality over quantity. It's so hard sometimes, you know, and, and I know I'm talking about community instead of about the game, but it's so hard to separate the two sometimes because there are some fighting communities that you just want no part of. They're, they're toxic, yeah. they're just awful. <laughs> Smash Bros. The, the, <laughs> the Guilty Gear community absolutely love them. Uh, Do you have the list of runner ups there? Uh, no, for it didn't even matter. Or fighting? I can bring it up. He can bring it up. But oh, well, I was just happy to see Guilty Gear take that. I, I think I remember seeing one of the one of the games, and I was like confused as to why it was on there. Oh, uh, I think I already know what you're looking at. Um, <laughs> Demon Slayer. <laughs> Demon Slayer. Demon Slayer. Uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba. Uh, yeah. The Hinokami. Uh, which one? Hinokami. Hinokami. Which one were the other ones? Uh, Melty Blood. Melty Blood. Okay. Uh, which. Melty Blood. Melty Blood is good. I, it's great. It's considered one of the it best games. It made some massive leaps, though, since well, the last but one, But the problem with Melty Blood, it's a very niche. Oh, extremely. It, the, that it's, is it's niche, literally it's niche the... In, it's niche in a niche market. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I was yeah. just going to say, because Guilty Gear is niche. No, that's what I'm saying. But... So it's niche of the niche. <laughs> so, yeah. Super niche. And yeah, then Nickelodeon it's... All-Stars, which that's more of a Hey, at least they that got, is they got rollback okay. Netco, baby. Okay. <laughs> okay, hold on. That here. is okay. And Virtual Fighter Five. That's that's a that's <laughs> a, that, that's a sore subject for Javier. I know because I saw I saw his tweet the other day. <laughs> let that's, me let me bring it up. Let me let me quote myself word for word. <laughs> I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna quote myself. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Nick Brawl might be the first purchase I actually regret. And this is from a guy who gave a dude $10 for a trash EP because I respected the hustle. When I tell you I could rap better than this man, I wish I was joking. And yet Nick Brawl still tops that. That's funny. Nick Nick Brawl, I spent $40 on that game. Well, that's your fault. That, it, it's you absolutely know, my fault. You know fault. what you're getting into. It's, see, but no, no, because I was... We thought we could run it. Slap City? You know? Slap City is an amazing... It slaps. It's an amazing <laughs> platform fighter. I hate you. It is made by somebody. It, it is made by a group of people. It's made by somebody. Who, uh, <laughs> who as opposed, so. to, as opposed to the Nickelodeon game, which is made by nobody. It is made by <laughs> a group who loved Melee hmm. and incorporated um, uh, wave dashing and other um, Melee tech. But the characters all feel good. The moves feel good. The um, Everything's unique. It feels fairly balanced for a indie game. And then they come with Nickelodeon and it's just, it's not to the same level of quality. I was expecting like slap city level of quality because they had obviously less uh less um what's it called um funding right. for their own project but their own project was leaps and bounds better and it's cheaper i wonder if nickelodeon like they probably rushed it a lot well not only rushing but also limited them like oh no you don't do that that i don't want the i don't want that character being represented like that with that certain move or like that certain, i don't know they they could have because I'm sure they were incredibly protective of their IPs. 
Yeah. Well, now let me continue the complaining here for a second. Absolutely not. No, it's too late now. Oh. Best esports event. That's all, that's between you guys. I have CEO. no idea. I have one major issue with this. Did CEO even make it on here? No, 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 no. Evo didn't even make it on here. What? Okay, so here's the thing. Let, let me... Yeah, I obviously I missed did, this one. I did very, very little research on this. I'll be honest with you. But I didn't feel like I needed to do much research. You ready? Here we go. What? Here here are some of the options. What are we doing? I'm looking, I'm looking at the runner-ups. Right. Like, just... No, no, wait, wait. So here are the options for, for best esports event. The International 2021. Dota. It had 18 teams. The 2021 League of Legends World Championship. League of Legends, it had 24 teams. The PGL Major, Stockholm 2021, 24 teams for CSGO. I, all of these are so, small events I compared. Get C- I, I get CSGO, I get these, CSGO. Yes, but, but here's the <clears throat> thing about CSGO, it's still 24 teams. See that doesn't matter. That but doesn't it matter. should it's, because it's, if we're it's, talking, it's, it's viewership and sponsorship. It's, but if we're viewership. that's it, because viewership. if we're talking about esports event an event, then CEO with five thousand people there should be See, on there. They had four thousand players. Best does not four thousand players of biggest. Best but that's not... gonna play into it to some point. You can't have just. Mm-hmm. Spectacle. Like, all... Also, not disagreeing with you. <laughs> no, I'm mind. just saying. I'm just saying you can't just have all these team games yeah. with like the biggest that one is, having only 24. That teams? is one thing I have to say. Um, Come on. People focusing on esports in general, I think that it is um, a terribly one-sided view of what esports is. Yeah. Like leaning heavily towards uh the, the PC, like yeah. moba no, it, this is all clearly i mean like it's five out of the 30 you know awards was esports yeah. related and all of them are mainstream esports again your league of legends yeah. your csgo your right Dota, and that's always there there's game. like no um uh fighting game representation practically mainstream. at all uh, mainstream. Mainstream. Yeah, mainstream. mainstream and that's what this all is this is all mainstream and they should because oh, yeah. i mean espn had evo yeah. On last year. Speaking of main... so, so if if nope. ESPN is getting on it, then maybe the Game Awards should get on it too. Anyway, that's just my own, my my main complaint. I don't really care which one of them won that because I don't care about those. But I just even if at least one fighting game event was represented on there, it would have made me happy. It's like, oh, okay, so we're not being ignored. You know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, so that was my complaint. Yes, Javier? Um, I was going to say, speaking of... Uh, what's the word? I had I had a specific word, and that word will trigger the whole thought. Way to go, Angel. Uh, I broke it. You did break it. Um, Just like my children. We were talking about... I broke them. Esports. Like Esports. Um, Evo. CEO. We were talking about... Oh. Okay. Come, um, no, I had camaraderie. Community. Uh, it was it was something with community, but I I absolutely lost it. Uh, Best community support being won by Final Fantasy XIV Online. Oh, that's what it was. Thank you. 
but no, that's not it. Um, uh, but no, that's a good thing to talk about because um, absolutely that should have won it. Oh yeah. Um, Again, back to Yoshi being the boys. It has it has one of the best um, communities. Well, you always have good with the bad. L look up any chat. Look up anything WoW versus Final Fantasy fourteen. Oh yeah, gonna, but uh, it's get so a treasure much... trove of like why why Final Fantasy fourteen is held in such a high regard. It's it's so uh, they're so welcoming. Absolutely, the the director of the game right. literally cried because they had they stalled they <laughs> they held it they delayed the game or the you know, Endwalker for let, a couple weeks. Let me let me backtrack a little bit in a good way. Let me backtrack a little bit for those of you listening to us in the podcast. You can catch us on gote.tv and watch the stream. Uh, usually Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern time, but uh, Biogen is live right now, and he brings up a really good point. He talks about the fact that a lot of these major events that we're talking about, uh, you know, it there's only 18 teams there, 24 teams there, but there's a full-on league, you know, just like football yeah. and basketball that happens in order to get there. Now, here's my issue. This is not best esports league or best esports franchise or best esports, you know, it's this is supposed to be just an event. See, but so the thing I think I think it's cool again that you know they have these leagues that lead to this event, and obviously thousands upon thousands were involved by the time they got here. But when they got here, there were only eighteen teams, and I think again that we should also consider the fighting game tournaments where there are five, ten thousand players there. Uh, they, they should be in this conversation, again, which obviously they're not. I don't. But... I don't. Um... I'm not gonna say that the pro, the league, pro league, whatever uh, finals that won um, shouldn't have won, right? Because like honestly, a no. lot of those, a lot of those um, games and stuff have incredible spectacle. Oh, they're incredibly um, entertaining where, to watch. Where were we? We were in uh, where we watched the CS:GO tournament. Where were we? Oh, oh, we were in um, in Atlanta, Hack Atlanta. Dreamhack Atlanta. Dude, the I CSGO tournament most of my was time, so good. I spent most of my time so sitting good. and watching CSGO. It was incredible. And like, and like you said, the, the performance, the display, the delivery, everything about it was, it, it was a spectacle. It was beautiful. It was, and, and that's why I agree with Javier in that I don't think... I have no argument about the winners, and I have no argument about these five being nominated. But I again, just, I, doubt, I just, I would like to see at some point I in doubt time. that a lot of FGC events where, nah. um, just because of their. Um, well, Biogen brings up the point that anybody can register can register too yeah. for those events, but it's still, regardless of whether anybody can register, it's still a massive event. You know, yeah, but so I, get, I would like to see it represented. Again, at some I'm not point. even talking about the size. Like Evo, Evo's a spectacle, right? Well, CEO mm -hmm. always puts on a show. I mean, Evo at this point in time, in my opinion, might be the biggest. Uh, although we'll see this year, uh, but CEO is is the best fighting game tournament out there. Uh, might not be the biggest. I think it's the second biggest at this moment in time, but still the best. Well, I mean, it goes back to quality over quantity. Kind of oh, their yeah. their quality is always yeah. great there. Um, with that, I'm gonna break this up. We're gonna work. We're gonna take a a, a break Don't for. Don't break me. Yes, yes. I, this is the part of the show where I get to hurt these guys and hurt their feelings. And we've talked about uh, subjective and objective games. 
today that was a terrible so uh, there oh, we for, go for That's those better. of you who need uh help with this objective is i am wearing a hat That's subjective <laughs> is this is a beautiful hat uh, that's very subjective. No, very the fact that I'm wearing a hat is subjective. The ribbon ties it all together. This game that we're playing today is a subjective game. It is Messed Up Feud. And the way it works and the reason it is called Messed Up Feud is because the points go backwards. In other words, if you give me the number one answer, you get one point because it should be the easiest one to find uh, or guess. If you give me the number 10 answer, you get 10 points because that's going to be the hardest one to Yes. I, st I will still never forgive you for this. Yes, yes, this is a beautiful thing. So... And each time it gets worse. I know. According to 1.3 million votes. You hear that? That's a lot of voting. It's a lot of people who are wrong. <laughs> yeah, it's about the worst consensus in history. The most popular video games right now. Oh, I'm going to lose. Okay, he's going to lose. I'm not sure. All right, sure right give me a number from 1 to 5. 1 to 5? Yeah. Okay, Javier? Three. Three, very good. Okay. Um, I don't know those reverse psychology you no. do all the time. <laughs> no, whenever he gives you a number to throw out... Said, no, he has... that's what I'm saying. I thought he was going to... For the sake of this, I thought he was going to flip it. <laughs> no, nope. no, I would not flip you on stream. Damn you and his consistency. Anyway, um, so Javier, you get to go first. Most popular video games right now. Neck to baby. Let's go, Javier. What you got? What you got? Uh, <laughs> Good. Okay, thank you for the donkey so I'm reference. Gonna, I'm gonna start easy. Fortnite, obviously. Fortnite is number three. Javier's got three points on the board. Most Let's popular go. games, right? Now. All right, Javier, go. Um, ooh, League of Legends. <sighs> Not in the top ten. Excuse me. That's right. Not in the top ten. Okay. I told you this. This is why this is subjective. <laughs> Alright, let's go. What'd you got, Steven? When was this poll created? Just just recently, like... No, but I want specific. Uh, <laughs> Games came out. For within me. the last month or so. Within the last month or so. What'd you got? Most popular games right now. Halo Infinite. No. I hate this one. Talking about... Terrible games! Alright, what'd you got, Javier? Um... Mac 2. Javier is actually winning, by the way. Javier has been getting destroyed in these games, like 21 to 3, I'm sorry. 21 <laughs> to 5. Yeah, I'm feeling the damage right now, so you might win this. Minecraft. Minecraft is number one. Javier has got four points on the board. See, Minecraft is still number one in this. I don't know if this was created right. recently, because right. Minecraft has been kind of falling off other than... Let's go. Uh, what else been... you got, Javier? Valorant. Not on the top ten. What'd you got? What'd you got, Steven? I don't, I'm going to be wrong, Gordon, no matter what I say. Uh, just because it's consistent. Final Fantasy XIV, baby. <laughs> no, baby. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what I was going to say first. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What'd you got, Javier? Because I'm like, that's got to be like somewhere between 8 and 10. Yeah, exactly. I was going to watch 6th. This is a weird list. I'm not... I'm, Anyway, you should pick ahead. a different list. Is this, uh, wait, is this BuzzFeed again? I'm no, no, this is not BuzzFeed. Is this Ranker again? Yes, yeah, Ranker. No, Ranker's the worst! <laughs> <laughs> it's, Janker. It's the great value of <laughs> BuzzFeed. Janker is the speed. What'd you got, Javier? What'd you got? Um, oh, you got this. PUBG. PUBG. No. Not in the top ten, sir. All right, let's go. He's got two strikes. You got two strikes. You only get one more strike. I got one strike. CSGO. CSGO. That is a great answer that's not on here. 
So now you got two strikes. You're right. So now let's go, Javier. Hello, Kitty. Keep this that. alive. You only got four points. Come on now. Yeah. But... Is Javier gonna win this with four points? This will be the lowest score. This will be like the soccer match of of of, of Pontification Station right here um... with a four-zero win. This is gonna be amazing. I play single-player games. <laughs> <laughs> screwed <laughs> what'd you get Javier Apex Legends predictable Oof. so I, I, I'm gonna give you another shot because it is in the top 18 but not top 10 so you're still alive so go ahead what'd you get it's an 18 place <laughs> um, no I just didn't feel like writing 19 and 20 because I would have had to scroll down another page <laughs> Call of Duty Warzone I'm not going to kick you off because Call of Duty is on here. It's not Warzone. So each one of you gets one more strike. All right, Javier, what you got? Uh, this is it. Is he going to keep it alive or is he dying? Cold okay. War. No. But I will keep it alive. Call of Duty Vanguard. No, this is it. It's over. It's over. This was the shortest so game ever. We got four to How? zero. Those Javier. are the last two games. <laughs> that came How? out. How recently was Modern, this? Okay, if it's Modern Warfare, that came out two years this is, ago. This is. And then, they, and if they're playing Warzone, they're not playing Modern Warfare. They're playing Warzone. Is is Animal Crossing on there? Because Animal Crossing died. Animal Crossing's number thirteen. Biogen is is good on that one. So read number the one, <laughs> number one, Microsoft. I mean Minecraft. Number two, GTA Five. The role-playing server? It's, it's still popular. Three, Fortnite. Four, Super Smash Bros. Unlimited. Uh, Ultimate. Ultimate. Unlimited. Yeah, I, I'm changing names. Five, Rocket League. There Six, goes oh, every Red Dead Redemption 2. Who? Seven, I heard anything about Spider-Man. Oh, you're going to love eight and nine, Wait, right? Spider-Man? Which one? So, it just says Spider-Man. It's straight up. This, let me see that list. <laughs> I want to see the date this is published. I want to see the date. Wait, wait, you're going to love 8 and 9. 8 and 9 are just going to drive you nuts here. 8 is Call of Duty Black Ops 3. And 9 is Call of Duty Black Ops Didn't 2. Black Ops 3 come out in like 2018? Well, well, number 9 is Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Which came out in 2012. What? No, 2012. And number 10 is Tom Clancy's Rainbow Siege 6. Okay. What's funny is number 14 is Call of Duty Black Ops 3 again. But it's the older version. Did you just say Rainbow Siege 6? Yes, he yes, did. I, I was going to point it out. Yes, I did. Yes, I did. I did. I sieged while I was saying it. Smash Bros. Unlimited. <laughs> Siege 6. My, my brain, my tank is toggled. My birds come out backwards. No, Nonetheless. Let me see when that list wait, is Wait, wait, wait a minute. So Biogen. Oh, man. Had Biogen gotten into the top 13, he... In the top ten, he would have won. Biogen won. Yeah, by Bi Bi baby. <laughs> Biogen ends up winning from the stream. <laughs> All right. So after these commercials, okay. Thank you for listening to the commercials. That was great. Um, <laughs> back to this podcast brought to you by no one. Brought to you by Techni. Actually, these beautiful Techni chairs. Uh, right now. And I don't know when you're listening to this, but if so you're listening sweet. to the podcast, so you better go check them out quick because Techni Sport USA, uh, the chairs are on sale. Really, really good sale. And if good you use sale. For the Kids, the number four, For the Kids, as your discount code, you'll get an additional 10% off. You can actually get a really, really cool gaming chair for as low as 
$179. What's behind that window, Stephen? A chair. Thank you for $179. It's a window. We're looking at the chat. That's what I was like, uh. If it's a window, then you don't have to tell him what's behind the window. It's stained glass. Mm. Exactly. Uh, Is stained glass technically a window? So let's talk about let's talk about some of the games. Back back to back to the 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 show in progress here. Let's talk about the the Game Awards. Uh, I don't care about the winners anymore. Let's talk what? about some of the videos that we saw. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, like Star Wars Eclipse. I know you have <laughs> mixed feelings. <laughs> All right, Steven's got mixed feelings about Star Wars Eclipse. He walked in through our door. He was ready to let us know what his thoughts were on Star Wars Eclipse. And I said, Arr! hold that till the stream. I want to get the live reaction. That was a massive thumbs. <laughs> my, my thumbs are like... Anyway, man, yeah, it's, it's a hitchhiker's thumb. Anyway, uh, so go ahead, tell us what your thoughts are about this, because I saw that there was confusion in your brain. Oh, well, I mean, there that's is just no my confusion. Perp- no, there is. It's just perpetual confusion. <laughs> so tell us about this. What, what, what's your what's your issue with this? So I, I am a, a huge, 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 huge fan of Star Wars. It's been nothing but I've consumed since I came out of the womb. Big on Star Wars and. Like, when Disney bought Star Wars, I saw the, the good, the bad and the good. A lot of the good is now they have infinite money. Great. Yeah, Production right. is going to be awesome. Oh, crap, it's Disney. Now it's going to be PG going forward. Um, but when they finally broke the contract or whatever deal they had with EA, man, that's the greatest thing that ever ha- happened. Because EA, they can make good games. They can. They just consistently don't. So now that's open to different developers i know ubisoft is making one of the yeah. same people that made some of the assassin's creed games well a lot of the popular assassin's creed games like i think odyssey that was saying that I same so, exact yeah. team is making an open world star wars game awesome don't mess it up ubisoft and i saw the trailer for this one i'm like oh crap it's dune awesome you know in a good way it gave me, it gave mm-hmm. me a lot of modern uh dune vibes um my concern is the developer which is quantic dream quantic dream is known for making uh, Heavy Rain, Beyond Two Souls. Uh, recently, they did the Detroit Become Human. I like them when they made Fahrenheit. It's also called. Uh, crap, I forgot the North American name. That is a long name. Indigo Prophecy. Crap, I forgot <laughs> the North American name. <laughs> the North American name is uh, Indigo <laughs> Prophecy, and it, like that was like their the big mainstream push. Like, hey guys, here's like a really cool narrative game. You know, choices and consequences based mm-hmm. on like, your decisions and all that. Um, the problem with Quantic Dream is the writing sucks consistently and it's because of david cage who's the director he does most of the writing and his writing yeah. in my opinion and this is all the back to subjective subjective exactly i don't see like his, i don't like his can writing. learn things by listening about subjective and objective see um so subjectively not I your do favorite not, I writing. I, at what at what point does subjective become objective because when consensus agrees <laughs> yes so many, <laughs> I, I mean I that's, heard so that's many a good point have, when, when the consensus agrees have problems it with, can become objective um, heavy rain writing uh, well i mean detroit beyond two souls is my favorite example you had like a star-studded cast i mean willem dafoe you had ellen page yeah um dafoe did they do a oh no that's a sorry never mind that's an old hip-hop song just, just continue. <laughs> just, <laughs> just continue. Well, anyway, anyway, anyway like, even with the Star City Crass cast, like, you, you still can't say that from bad writing. And even bad direction most of the time. Like, I actually liked Heavy Rain. The themes are great and all that, but yeah. the writing was incredibly... The di- by writing, I also mean dialogue. The dialogue was crap. 
absolute crap very very uncanny valley like no one would actually have this conversation doesn't make sense and that's what i'm worried about with this game we have those conversations all the time oh exactly i'm in in perpetual hell because of that (laughs) (laughs) see but they all feel human that's that's the difference yeah exactly i know you actually exist it's not uncanny valley at all times but the the point i'm making ultimately is like i love star wars and like a, a, a narrative star wars game is great because that's what Star Wars is about. It's a lot about themes. It's a lot about, you know... It's about about the characters. Exactly. It's about just, well, everything. Just everything Star Wars is great, in my opinion. Right. A lot of people, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of flaws, but you get the point. Um, That's where I'm just afraid of, oh, here's... They are competent developers. They know how to make a game. They know how to make a beautiful game. It's just, I hope that the bad habits do not translate to this game. So I'm I'm staying optimistic, but I don't trust the developer. Okay. That's my point. I, I can take that. It looked good. Sorry, David Cage. Uh, what about King. Alan Wake? Oh, I am so excited for Alan Wake. I, that developer. I, mean, I, I need to, I need to finish the first one. I'm so close to finishing it, but oh my goodness, I am so looking forward to Alan Wake too. And the thing, so the first first game, they were right. It, it's an action game. Oh, like, absolutely. The, it's, it's, it's action game first horror with horror it's, themes. It's spooky, admittedly. Yeah. yeah. Like there's there's one point where um, you're running through a a like a lumber yard mm. and then you go into the like this broken forest and you hear this like shadow bear in the distance and you're like on the edge of your seat the whole time because it's like right past the trees that you can see like I don't think I've ever had such a good experience with atmosphere in another game alan wake the atmosphere in that game is impeccable well, for for me because i correct me if i'm wrong the developer is remedy um they've created so, yeah. they created max Payne, mainly like the first two max Payne games um and if you guys remember max Payne back in the day that they knew how to set tone mm-hmm. tone for days and that's where it translated so what because you think wait these guys i made like this you know you know, hard-boiled detective cop guy kind of action game. You know, right. It's known for its bullet time, you know, shooting action game. They're making a horror game. Again, I'm, for those who aren't watching us and He's, listening to yeah, us, yeah. I'm doing right. heavy quotations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 You, you can't hear his quote, his yeah, finger my quotes. my air quotes. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, like, horror game. Yeah. Italic bold we'll, underline. We'll just do that from now on. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. Uh, crap, I lost my train of thought again. No! He's going to have to start taking yeah, notes on himself. That, <laughs> and that's where Alan Lake was so cool. And this, that came out, what, 2008, 2009? Uh, back you know, when yeah. the 360 was well established. Um, it, it was cool to see them making another game that's just heavy on tone and atmosphere. Yeah. And that's where I'm excited for Alan Lake too, especially based on that trailer, which, you know, it's, it's just a trailer. It's, yeah. it's just meant to hype you. So don't fall too much into it. But at least with the trailer, they're definitely setting a precedence of horror first for this yeah. one whereas again as you said oh, wait that was more of an action game before anything mm-hmm. so. so with that as we continue javier said that he's going to have to go back and finish the first one yes hellblade Holmes. 2 I, now here's the thing i had never ever played hellblade 1 honestly i hadn't even heard of it okay fascinating game had not even heard of it. The if you haven't seen the video for the trailer, it's so it's it's okay. 
So the trailer for me is okay. And and spoilers. I'm shh. okay. I'm gonna do a spoiler in five, four, three, two. It'll be a short one for like thirty seconds, so you can come back quickly. Two, one. Okay, here's the spoiler. At the end of that trailer, where he says, "Help me save her," I was like, "I'm in, I'm in." Now I want to know. Like prior to him saying, "Let help me save her," I was like, yeah. "This is cool. Okay, whatever." Yeah. When he said that, completely changed everything for me. And I went, oh, I got to go back. I immediately went to, it's on Game Pass, by the way, mm -hmm. for Xbox. The game is so cinematic. Immediately oh. downloaded the first one and started playing it. It's so good. So it's, it's a fascinating game because it's the developers, so they actually partnered with professionals in the field of psychosis. Because the game yeah. really is just a deep dive in the human psyche. And mainly touching things like depression, schizophrenia, even dementia. Just all forms of like how fragile the mind is. And it looks like Biogen's going to give Hellblade is such a good narrative story game. And the combat is also fantastic. Absolutely yeah. agree with you, Biogen. And that's where I'm curious to see how number two is. Like, are they going to focus more on the narrative that they've established? Or are they also going, are they going back to the atmosphere? More Listen, I have yeah. never, ever, ever. Yeah. And for those of you in the back row, in the cheap seats, I'll say it again. Ever. Have I sat through an intro to a game? And I did. As as the intro for Hellblade, the first one, was happening, you're on a canoe, and names are coming up of the producer and the writers and all this, and I sat through the entire intro. I didn't even want to hit... I, I actually put the controller Control down because I didn't want to accidentally hit any button where it would skip that because i was listening like you said to the different voices the different voices are arguing with each other they're mm -hmm. talking they're like they're like oh crap she sees us you know I, I it's yeah it was so good they set the mood for that game in the first three minutes yeah and i was in i was like and and, and for those of you who don't know even remote horror even remote like creepy is not my jam at all like that's just not my thing <laughs> yeah that, that's his feel <laughs> not mine at all having said that this was so well done i had to watch it i was like i was like this is <laughs> this is so good but it, it was just really interesting to me that the trailer for the second game was so good that it made me want to go back and check out the first one yep. and and i'm in i'm i'm 100 in uh, I am definitely enjoying the game. Uh, as Bio said, the combat is good. Mm -hmm. the narrative I'm is a weirdo, well. okay? Yeah. So I'm really there for the storyline and to, honestly, to admire the artistry that these people put together. Yeah. So I, I put the, the combat on easy because I have no issues. I don't want to fight with it. I don't want to... I just want to go through this journey because they and put you, you on a journey is, and I'm enjoying the journey. And that is absolutely fine. Yeah. And I'm I'm someone who always cranks the difficulty as hard as possible. I play Souls games. I love the I love I play roguelikes. I love difficulty. Yeah. yeah. I will also immediately play something on the easiest difficulty because I just want to play the story. Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I am enjoying the storyline. Yeah. Uh, play a game as you want. So to. it's so good. I'm telling you, if you have not checked it out, it's on Game Pass. It's excellent. But I just thought it was really interesting that 
that a trailer for a new game made me want to go back and, and watch the other one. And Biogen brings up a great point. Playing through the game literally stressed me out with all the arguing, really spot on, and absolutely, that game knows how to make you uncomfortable by design. No, no, yeah. no. It, it, by design. At the yeah. very beginning. Yeah. First three minutes. Yeah. If you're not uncomfortable in the first three minutes... You're not analyzing you're, it. Yeah. You're not listening to <laughs> it. Yeah, and, listening. Yeah, yeah. and by the way, to make it even more interesting for me, uh, another thing that I normally don't do, uh, but... I don't remember what was happening. Oh, I know what was happening. Um, somebody was... I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The long, <laughs> short story is um, I had the headset on. And listening to that game with the headset on, these oh, yeah. voices are in your head. Mm-hmm. I Absolutely. Mean, they 100% are in if you're your going to play head. You got to play with the headset. The, the Senua Saga. Headphones or one? alone, your, alone in your alone in your room yes, with surround sound. But something. Yeah, yeah. You ha- because with the headset on, like I said, like a voice talks to you from the right, and then all of a sudden the, the one on the left the will left, answer. Yeah. And then the one on the right's like, shh, be quiet. She sees us. I'm like, what the world's going on in so my head here? I, I think my favorite so part of the game so far was, um, so when they're doing the combat tutorial, um, they send um, enemies at you directly. Like, they send you three in a row. And then all of a sudden, um, one will appear behind you, but there's no, like, sound or um, anything to notify you that an enemy has appeared behind you and then all of a sudden you'll hear in your right ear just a voice yell behind you mm-hmm. and then if you don't dodge you're getting hit like <laughs> yeah yeah because the voices are there i mean the, it's, like, it's yeah. so good it's so good it's just cool to have this like uh it you feel like you almost have spidey sense <laughs> like yeah so they, the they did a great <laughs> job right? with that they yeah. did a great Very job with that um and speaking of women lead roles, uh, Wonder like, Woman. I felt like most of the games announced had a lot of um, leading females. Wonder <clears> Woman. <throat> yeah. Hey, listen, Wonder Woman looks cool. Uh, I'm not DC. You know, we'll, never, we'll see. We'll it. see how that rolls out. But it, it was cool enough for me to go. Okay, I'll, I'll check that, that out when it comes out. That was one of the ones that I missed. Like I didn't. I, they didn't I give really you a whole lot. They didn't give you a whole lot. They basically just said, "Hey, here's Wonder Woman. She's coming. Get ready." You know. So it, it was just intriguing enough to to see that it was coming. Uh, Elden Ring. Don't get me started. Oh, 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 wait. He said don't get me started, so let's get him started. All right, tell us about Elden Ring. What do you want to know? <laughs> what, what, <laughs> the fact that you said don't get me started, just, just what tell are we not getting you? Yeah, what, what do we not get you started on? So well, what do you know of Elden Ring at all? He knows absolutely nothing, I can tell you that. Elden oh, Ring okay. is, um, is basically this ring that... The oldest person in the uh, in now. the town <laughs> usually gets. That's why it's called the Take Elden care, Ring. <laughs> <laughs> no, so Elden, they pass yeah. it along to the Elden Child, Actually, which yeah. is the firstborn. Verbatim, yeah. That's, See, that's the plot. exactly. You got it. You that's know. what I'm talking about. Yeah, Cancel the game. And, we already uh, got the experience. Usually, I think it was first uh, found by. Uh, uh, I don't know. I think he calls it the Precious or something like that. Or mm-hmm. which okay. actually they did announce a Golem game. Did they really? Yeah, okay, they did. so let's that go back so before we derail any further. Do tell us about Elden. Cool. I think it's gonna be like a, a stealth game, kind of like uh, God, what's that? Uh, sticks. Yeah, sticks. Okay. I was gonna <laughs> say like sticks. It, it looks like sticks. It's like, but uh, anyway, solid metal gear. <laughs> Solid. What is it? First of all, I would so not call sticks metal either. My words are all coming out backwards today. <laughs> I would not call sticks metal in any way. 
But um, all right, wooden sticks. Uh, anyway, so tell us about Elden Ring. Now that I totally botched it. <laughs> Elden Ring is being created by uh, From Software, who are known for the Dark Souls series, Demon Souls, Bloodborne, Sekiro, uh, Kingsfield, uh, Shadow Tower. They made a lot of. They've been making this for a very long time, and of course, as you, you know, as I just said, with Dark Souls, that's a that's a household name at this point. Yeah. You know, everyone knows about Dark Souls, and this is the next game and, and not in the series it's its own separate thing fortunately mm-hmm. then yeah that's one thing i love about from software they don't like to make sequels they really do like to make new ideas every okay. time they can the reason why there's dark souls 2 and 3 that's a bandai decision but anyway um consistency 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 is from software they consistently try to push further every time they release a new game whether it's introducing new yeah. ideas trying to play with the engine more just they consistently bring groundbreaking games that just kind of define the genre um, I mean, you can't look at any article without someone saying <laughs> solid metal tactile ESPN gear. Listen, some of you are missing some great comments. Again, if you catch us live, there is some good stuff on here. Uh, the comments are just beautiful. But anyway, uh, Elden Ring is just that next, you know, jump into like they're just bringing something cool again. Um, and it's, it looks like this is going to be like a magnum opus so far. Like they're bringing every yeah. awesome mechanic that they've created in their previous games. Even mechanics that kind of they were introduced in Dark Souls Two, which is like my one of my personal favorite Dark Souls game, but it's the black sheep of the series because it's a little weird. But they're bringing really cool mechanics, and it's being co-written by George R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones or yeah. Song of Ice and Fire. Thing. So are you saying everybody dies in a wedding at the end? Probably. There's a lot of death in the <laughs> from software games, but it's it's bringing on really cool Norse mythologies. There's a lot of great Lord of the Rings, uh, like Middle Earth references. There's great Studio, I saw Ghibli, that, yeah. Studio Ghibli references. Like Hidetaki Miyazaki is the the creator of the, the entire series, and he pulls from like the greatest sources of inspirations. But like he still twists it in his perspective. It's yeah. not like a straight up like haha homage or haha straight copy because people like to sing. No, it's he. He brings his inspirations, and he knows how to craft them into him himself, yeah. and like able to project it into his games. But it's, it looks like a phenomenal story. Graphically, it looks ridiculous. The environments are like, again, design over everything. Design and I, beats everything. I think the best like the best part of uh, him taking from everything, um, as you were saying, uh, more than just projects it in his own way, he twists. He twists well, all of it well, because, in order to fit his well, world. Because his design philosophy is so unique. Because yeah. um, he's like one of those great examples of like the lowly janitor becoming the CEO, like through perseverance and like actual desire and love mm-hmm. for the art of everything. Because um, starting off, like he was a very mediocre person. Like he himself called himself mediocre. He was okay with just making thirty k and just living in a tiny apartment. He was he was content with, yeah. me- with mediocrity. Until one day, I think in college, a friend of his brought Eco, ICO, from PlayStation 2. Creator oh, that was Shug. such a good game. Yeah. I remember that, that game. That game is fun. I mean, Shadow of yeah. the Colossus in chat and everyone, that's my favorite game of all time, period. Number one will always be Shadow of the Colossus. It, because Eco of, was good, and uh, what was the other? Cloud? Um, that was a Cloud one. I can't remember. What it, what, Dark Cloud? Was it Dark Cloud? Play, play, yeah, that was basically Sony's little yeah. bunch of Zelda clone. Yeah, the game was cool too, but that was cool too. But Eco, man, I yeah, remember no, Eco. That Eco was inspired huge. some yeah. of the games. It inspired yeah. Metal Gear Solid Three. It inspired Gamma Del Toro, who created you know, Pan's Labyrinth, Pacific Rim, uh, Hellboy series. But it, Eco inspired a lot of people and inspired Hidetaka Miyazaki. After he played Eco, he's like, 
I don't know what I gotta do, but I need to get involved in video games because this is art, and I want to create this kind of art too. Yeah. And he just started applying everywhere. Eventually, he ran into from software, and they're like, he just like quickly learned how to code, and they're like, all right, you just make random stuff. So he he started off as like entry level coder. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. And he was happy with that. He was like, cool. And from software at the time, they were a dying company. You know, they were like. You know that, that you know that Final Fantasy right. legend, yeah. like oh we're gonna make that one last game before we go bankrupt, and it turns out to be the savior. That's exactly what happened. They were like, hey guys, we don't care, <laughs> just do whatever you want. And he's like, hey, uh, we're canceling this project. Can I work on this? Everyone's like, who cares? We're going out of business. He creates Demon Souls, and it failed. <laughs> it did not sell. Yeah. No one bought it because it's like here's just this weird game from weird company that no one ever heard of, and it failed. But word of mouth started spreading. Hey guys, did you see this really cool hard game? It's so interesting. It's so because this is at the right at the time where all yeah, you saw was right. Battlefield, Call of Duty. That was it, you know, monotonous games. Yeah. Um, and that blew up into Dark Souls, Bloodborne. You get the idea. But his de- design philosophy is, growing up, he only he would always go to a library and he would read books. He was obsessed with Western fantasy, like European castles and knights and armors and dragons. Yeah. He was mm-hmm. obsessed with European fantasy, especially like you know Tolkien stuff. His English was not the best. So what he could not understand, he filled in his own gaps. He used the context of what he's understanding from what he was reading, yeah. and he filled in the blanks from there. And he adds that same philosophy to his games. So when you're explain, exploring these games, how often do you play a game and the game's like holding your hand? You gotta go this way, honey. This mm-hmm. way, the treasure's over here. Oh, pay attention to this cutscene. Put the controller down because they gotta watch the 30-minute cutscene. That does not exist in the Souls games. There's no hand-holding. If you want to know yeah. the story, it's out there. You just got to discover it for yourself. Yeah, yeah so you're you excited about this game. Um, absolutely. Absolutely. And with that, before we close up, because we're getting to the end Closing of Closing up? I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, we yeah, got 30 more games we're to gonna have about. to. We're going to have to go uh, do this again next Tuesday. I mean, this coming Tuesday. But uh, we're coming up on, on the end here. Uh, but before we go, I do want to ask uh, the Halo series. What are your thoughts about this Halo series coming out? Campaign no, or now, multiplayer? No, the no, live no, action. The live action. So so oh, so to that. backtrack for those of you who are joining us now, you missed the beginning of this, go check it out on the podcast. But we talked a little bit about my massive disappointment with Cowboy Bebop live action, especially after seeing the Kenshin Himura live action that Netflix did that was so good. That was excellent. And then I had these high hopes, and then they crushed them with <laughs> with Cowboy Bebop live action. So what are we going to get with Halo? Are we going to get a, a good live action, or so, are we going to get a as, for some me, kind of destruction here? As long for me, what would make a great live action is not having someone like Master Chief the main character. Or any Spartan 2, for that matter. And I emphasize Spartan 2, chat. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if they go based off of the books if they go based off the world building of halo i think they could make a really cool series explore like the same way that like mandalorian works yeah you know he's not technically the main character a little grogu is the main character every all the events that happen is based off this little character that really has no input whatsoever if they could do something similar that is really just exploring the world that just happens to be this little character that's exploring this world perfect then in my opinion so like focus on an ods2 or ods2 odst squad Oh, focusing on ODST squad, that would be absolutely That would be sick. phenomenal. And then, like, you can see the pers- their perspective in ODST, who is, like, granted, they're semi-super soldiers. They're really just, they're Navy SEALs. They're just, they're regular people that are just really good at their job. They're not superhuman. They're mm-hmm. not cybernetically enhanced. They're just, they're awesome at what they do, but they're still human. 
Mm-hmm. You yourself as a viewer, you're able to project yourself onto these characters. It's that's where you can get immersion, and it's great to see yourself as Master Chief. It's great to see yourself as Doom Slayer, the immortal yeah. god that's just punching everything. You know, but it, to it doesn't it doesn't make for a great story unless exactly. there's other. Uh, so one thing I have to say is that um, while they're not going to do it, at least not yet, a serialization of like ODST. Oh, that I would eat that all day. Would be so incredibly amazing. For me, what made the books work too, and again, that they have they have so much to work on. Stephen off. Reed, just, I don't. I, it's the picture books I love. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what for me, what made the books work was especially the first book, which in my opinion is the best book. It's in the perspective of Captain Keys, mostly. Yeah. And a lot of what's being discussed is like their first encounter with like the Covenant, and like it's just military tactics. It, the, the The first couple books is really just military porn. Right. Yeah. It's like as if Tom Clancy wrote it. And for me, that's what made it so fascinating. Siege six, exactly. <laughs> You're reading Siege six, exactly. But like, but because it's in a military perspective and not like only Master Chief, you're you're they're establishing the world. Right. They're actually talking yeah. about their technology. They're talking about what they're actually facing against. And because it's not a perspective of Master Chief, everything's a threat. Like their first encounter with the Covenant, they all died. They yeah. just didn't know what to do. And but Master Chief was the main character. They're like, I'll find a way. And like, you know, you just oh, how was go, that? How was that? I'll find a way. And I can't do Master Chief. I like that. That was pretty good. But you, that you, first one was actually yeah, spot on. But you, you yeah, get yeah, the idea. Thank you. You get the idea, though. Yeah. yeah. I mean, though, if you ever played the campaign for Halo Infinite, literally, yeah. he's just going, I'll improvise. And he just he does his thing. And he, but, but that's Master Chief's character. He's known for his luck. Mm-hmm. And that's why he's like, yeah, I'll find I'll find a way. Because he knows luck is always on his side. Yeah. He was known as the lucky Spartan. He's not the Javier, best Spartan. You got anything you want to say before we take off? Sam, um, Sam is the best Spartan. Get, how, how much time do we have? Quickly, go. I got nothing to All say. Time the we'll, we'll have to do it next. What, what, what'd you get? Uh, I was going to talk about um, the top content creator of the year. <laughs> Why? But that is, there's, <laughs> there is so much to unpack with that's, that. That's a rabbit hole. No, no, no. Yeah. That's a rabbit hole. Maybe we'll talk about, maybe, maybe that's a good I mean, thing. honestly, no, there's... It won't be topical after that. That's how... Yeah. That's but, okay. No, there's a lot of stuff um, that we might actually have enough content from the game awards That's to true. do another week because we can honestly we can go we, we, we can uh segue into just speed running in general with that yeah because like we haven't we haven't done uh i don't think we've even done half of what was announced oh no there was 30 awards yeah yeah there yeah, were a bunch in there we're just there was i was like just jumping on the uh, on the like the immediate stuff the big stuff that yeah. jumped out uh just want to make sure we cover some of that stuff and we're gonna do more uh we're excited we're confused we're pontificating Kind of. This is us talking to you. Making a difference. Yeah. See ya. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>